if you're just mentally strong and you have confidence in yourself through every situation, you can pretty much beat the odds of life. Welcome to today's episode of Passionate Pursuits, powered by Quirin's Coaching, LLC. I'm your host, Bridget Quirin's. My mission for this podcast is to help you flourish by exploring how ordinary people are using their strengths in extraordinary service to the world and inspiring you to do the same. If you hang out in this community of dynamic visionaries long enough, you might just find yourself transformed. Subscribe now and check us out at quirinscoaching.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm here today with Trey Roberts, who is the owner of TJR, whose mission it is to give back to the community by inspiring others to chase their dreams, find happiness, and live authentically. Welcome to the show, Trey. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. I'd love to have you explain to our listeners what your business TJR is all about. So... Just just one thing, TJR is all about just giving back to kids, inspiring others to be an example, and to really just go out and chase your dreams. I always try to promote kids to never give up, always try to be the best version of yourself. That's pretty much what the brand is. That's what I try to represent, and I try to do it through some of my basketball training that I offer, and also through some of the content I make through YouTube. Awesome. I love that. I love your passion for that. May I ask where you discovered your passion for this? What sort of gave you the idea to start doing this? So it pretty much gave me the idea was first I'm a people person. I've always been a people person since I was a kid. I love to engage with others when I was in high school, no matter where you're from, you know, ethnicity didn't matter to me. I was always was a people person. And I always loved YouTube. I was watching YouTube all the time when I was a kid. I would always watch people like Mr. Beast, um, you know, all the big people like RDC World. I used to be inspired to just to be like them one day. I focused on a lot of basketball growing up, so I kind of pushed that to the side. But as I got older, I was like, you know, this is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Let's go out and do it. You know, let's go out there and try to do what I've been passionate about, which is YouTube. I just haven't really had the opportunity to present it to others. So I decided let's just go with it and let's see how many people we can impact. That's awesome. So what came first for you with the business? What came first was the basketball training. I loved basketball. Um, Due to COVID, my scholarship actually got cut and I didn't finish my um, scholarship when I was um, playing college basketball. So that was something that obviously disappointed me in a lot of ways that I'm sure the whole world was disappointed with everything that happened with COVID. So after, after I got pretty much taken off the team and I didn't have my scholarship no more, I decided to just train kids. I, I was trying to find an outlet because I had a point in my life where I felt like I didn't really have anything because basketball was what I did all my life, pretty much. But I always had the passion for people, like I said. So I decided, let me just go out here and just train people. Let me just try to see if I can gain some confidence by training people, seeing people smile, you know, help people learn stuff I know. 
So I just went and did that. And what I realized was, okay, a lot of the kids are coming to me on not just a basketball level. Kids love to ask me questions. They love to see how I think. They love to understand why I'm doing the things I'm doing. It was always that happening to me. It was always a, okay, why don't you play college ball anymore? Why don't you try to play college ball? Why are you doing this for us when you can do stuff for yourself? So I just thought about it, and I just kept on watching YouTube videos. Every night I would finish doing my training, and I was like, you know what? I think these kids kind of want to see more of me because they always ask me to come to games. They'll ask me to you know, participate in stuff they're doing. So I'm like, all right, let's let's take this a notch up. Let's take this a notch up. Let's try to, you know, start this YouTube channel. The first video I did was a gaming video, actually. I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty tough. I was very camera shy. And I was like, man, I should just stick to training. And then this one kid talked to me and was like, Hey, I seen your video on you playing Mario. You know, you're really funny. And I'm like, You thought I was funny? Really? I felt like when I watched it, I looked like I didn't know what I was doing. But he he loved it. He was like, oh, my gosh, like you were showing yourself. You were just being yourself. You was out there just trying to be who you wanted to be. And that's what I like about you. And I continue to always like that about you. And then what really touched me was I started doing clothes, too. Like I make um, clothes and apparel as well. But. I was making hoodies and shirts and I would just give them to kids. And then all of a sudden the kid texted me on Snapchat and says, Hey, look, man, I just made some clothes. I want you to see it. He was like, boom, I just, um, I was just helping this young kid train someone for basketball. He was probably like seven or eight. And this kid is probably like 16. He showed me all the stuff he was doing. And I was like, all because I was just training him and just talking to him. He literally put himself out there. He wasn't shy. He wasn't embarrassed. He just put himself out there to show me everything he was doing. He was just like, I thank you for showing yourself no matter what. And I was like, okay, I got to take this to another level. I got to I gotta try my hardest. That's when I was like, I'm going to go out and just meet more kids. I'm going to go out and be more in public in my videos. That's when the pranks came in because I'm a very goofy person. When I go out, I'm very just, I don't even know how to say it. I'm just, I'm like, I feel like I'm like Kevin Hart when I'm outside. Like I'm just out there making jokes and I'm just trying to have fun. So I started doing prank videos. I started doing uh, the public interview stuff. I, I started to go into sport games and then all of a sudden just amounts of kids just coming up to me oh my god can I get a picture with you and I'm like a picture with me what is happening I'm like yeah I saw you literally at the YMCA playing someone in basketball in the video and I just thought you were cool I just wanted a picture with you man keep going I'm like man this is interesting it's kind of unbelievable where these last two years have taken me since I've lost that scholarship and losing that scholarship really hurt me, but at the same time, I think it really blessed me. And God has truly helped me find a path in both the training world of basketball 
and just the content creating, really getting a feel of, you know, life is more than just about basketball. Cause that's, like I said, that's all I had in my life at the time. It really started with training, but it took off to pretty much YouTube and it probably will continue to be YouTube and expanding outside of basketball training. Because like I said, it has given me the opportunity to spread my wings and really do more than just basketball. Cause I think that's what I'm intended to do. And I think that's what my calling is to just do more than basketball. A couple things that struck me were, first of all, you exercised this anti-fragility that we don't see a lot in the world. And that's when, when adversity comes at you really hard and really fast, like COVID and, and losing that, that scholarship. And instead of crumbling, which is fragility or resilience, which is like, okay, this sucks, but I can keep going you became the opposite of fragile by bouncing back better than you were before. And just hearing you say that is, is so encouraging because I know there are so many people listening and so many people out there who experience things like this and don't know how they're going to come back. Just being willing to open your, your arms to whatever comes next and say, okay, here I am. God, how do you want to use me? What am I, what am I here for? What are my strengths? COVID did that to a lot of people. A lot of people had to turn and look inside. And sometimes what they saw was, was scary. Sometimes it was dark, but sometimes they found strengths like you, like you just said, and have turned and used those strengths. It really is about service. I mean, doing things for others and having this desire in your heart to serve the community and to do for others. It's a beautiful thing. Contribute is more of the word I would use only because I want them to feel like I'm not just doing it because, oh, I have to. I want to use contribute because, oh, I'm trying to contribute to what you guys are doing. I want to make sure I can help every individual possible. So I just wanted to kind of say that because the word serve kind of is something I don't really I don't like necessarily. I like contribute. Because I want to show positivity through contributing because that's something I want to do. Yeah. It's not something I'm forced to do. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. That's, and it brings that's, you joy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So those two, I just wanted to kind of put that out there. Yeah, so, no, that's great. I really want to talk about the mental aspect of life. The mental realm of life is really something I want to touch on because, for example, when it comes to sports, 90% of sports are actually mental. 10% is physical. If you cannot master your mental, it's going to be hard to live this life. And like I said, I'll go back to losing that scholarship. Like That's probably the worst thing that could possibly happen to you as a college student athlete. But I had dudes who were jerks. They were like, oh, yeah, coach didn't really want you, whatever. I'm like, it's okay. I'm not even worried about it. Why Why being something that someone doesn't want me? That's fine. But that's where I want people to understand, like, even in high school, there's a lot of kids around high school that, oh, there might be a political thing going on with, you know, sports or a 
teacher might not like you for a certain thing or it, it could be whatever. But if you're just mentally strong and you have confidence in yourself through every situation, you can pretty much beat the odds of life, I feel like. I feel like you can pretty much overcome a lot of things. Not everything, because you're going to have your moments, but you can pretty much overcome a lot of things. And the things people say to you can definitely overcome. Because a lot of people have opinions, but people need to focus on the facts of life. And that's what I try to look at and focus on. Like, okay, if my girlfriend, for example, if she's telling me, Trey, you do this. Do I really do that? Or is that something you just are upset about in the moment? I reevaluate that. Okay. I think this is an opinion, but I think this is a fact. Maybe I don't communicate well. Okay, that's a fact. And is there any examples? Okay. There was a time I didn't tell you, hey, I'm going to play basketball. I'll be back at this time where I'll do this or do that. I didn't tell you I was going to play basketball. That's not communicating. I didn't tell you where I was. It's just a lot of a lot of a lot of mental mental battles that we all have to really work on in life to really be our best version of ourselves. And I just think overall ment- being being mentally strong is the biggest thing a lot of people in general need to work on. I agree. I was at I think I was at Walmart. I was doing like a walk in front of someone and just stare at them, prank. I would literally just walk there and just <laughs> stare at them. And one of the kids one of the kids are like, Hi. Hi. All right. I'm better call the cops. And I'm like, I'm like, you better call the cops? Okay, whatever. Walked away and I was like, I'm just kidding, man. It's a video. Like, oh man, you you was really scaring me. I'm like, I have some stalker about to follow me. Oh my god, like I gotta get my mom. And I'm like, okay, they get it. They got the joke. But then I have a like a probably like mid forties. I did it to someone that was in the mid forties. I went up to them and did it. And I didn't I didn't post this one because I didn't like how this happened. They shoved me. <gasps> they shoved me. And I was like, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to just still stare. And they're like, back the blah, 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 start cussing away from me. And I'm like, man, 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 man. It's just a joke. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. She's like, I don't give a, you don't do that. And then was like, just saying all this stuff to me. And I'm like, man, it's just a joke. I will literally delete this video for you right now. I, it was just a prank. I I do YouTube, da, 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 da. And she's like, no, I go through this, this, and that, and I don't have time for you and your little kids' pranks and da da da. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm sorry you're having a rough day. I was just trying to just make a joke to make you have a better day. It wasn't anything to be harmful, malicious. But point is, she let her emotions get the best of her. So just that example just kind of shows, like, hey, like, not just you kids got to work on your mental. A lot of people do, too. And I'm not saying no way, shape or form. My mentality is beyond anyone. No. And we'll never we'll never get to the point where we arrive at, you know, perfecting or anything. But everybody needs work. Yes. Everybody. So that's something I really want to address. The whole mentality piece. 
that is such a big key to life if you want to be successful. And it takes diligence and it takes patience and it takes hard work. That's the other thing that people do not understand. You have to work hard at these things. You have to work hard in life. Like, I'll even go as far as my YouTube channel. Shoot. When I had zero subscribers, I was like, man, this is going to take a while to get to a thousand. I expect to get a thousand by maybe a year or two. And and by the time you know it, I'm at 600 and something right now. And it's only been three months when I decided to like really start doing YouTube seriously. Because I was kind of on and off about it. But these past three months, I started taking it serious and I got to 600. And I just yesterday, this just happened. I just got a sponsorship from SeatGeek. And I was like, this is happening way too fast, man. <laughs> I had a year goal. And I all these kids started subscribing. I'm like, man, this is just way too fast. Like, how did this happen? Why is this happening? You get all those questions in your head. Yep. And then it's like, you know what? I don't even know why I'm asking myself that. Just enjoy the process of it. You work hard. It's supposed to be like that. What you give is what you get. Yeah. No matter what, you got to give effort and you got to try your best. And I usually tell people, more likely than not, you're going to get what you want to get, man. Because God will literally, God will literally see that you're trying and God will bless you somewhat. Now, it might not be in your timing or it might be above. You might be above or below your time. You don't know. But he will bless. And that's what I've really been following. And man, has he blessed so far <laughs> and always will. Yeah. Do you ever feel like because this I've had the same experience. I had goals out a year, two years. I said, yeah, I'm at, these are my goals. I'm going to get there in a year, in two years, you know, being realistic. And then God just says, hang on and watch me. (laughs) And you're like, oh my gosh. And you take off, you are flying. When you, when you put your dreams and your goals in God's hands, watch out, watch out. And when you control the controllables, man, it is, it's incredible. It is a fun ride. You made me think something I've been working on personally, and I, and I think this would be a benefit to lots of people is when something goes wrong, you know, when you do have a mistake, think of it like this, think of it as you're, you're shooting a film of your life and you have a mistake, right? Mistakes happen all the time in film. They just shoot another scene. And if you picture yourself, okay, that was a mistake. Pause. Let's reshoot in my mind how that would have gone if I would have done X, Y, Z, how that would have gone in my ideal world and replay it in your mind, replay that scene. Great. Now what needs work? And if you can grasp onto something that you can control instead of taking a sledgehammer to the scene and destroying the tape, you know, shine a flashlight. Okay. What can I control? What could I have done? What's an actionable step that I could have taken to change how that interaction went or how, you know, that shot went or whatever. When you focus on things that are actionable and tiny, it takes all the fear out of that. The monster is not there anymore. So I think that that has been really helpful for me. 
because we all make mistakes. We all have mistakes in our film. When you bring that up, I think about high school when I was um, playing that North Star. We had a lot of talent on our team. It was so much talent that sometimes we would be like, oh, man, like who's going to take this shot? Who's going to take this shot? Yeah. Then we all found, then we had to find our roles later into the season. It just took a lot of pressure off of all of us because we all know we could score and put the ball in the basket, but it was just about, okay, how do we use our individual talents to really help the team win? We really thrive because we, like you just said, you really focused on the small things and it made us even more successful. And that's why I think our team went to States like literally every year. I just think we just worked as a team better than everybody. We were so, we were so locked in on our roles that it didn't even matter who played us. It was such beautiful basketball. Coach Garwood really, he, he really gave us an opportunity to win so many years. His style and his, his mindset really gave us a chance to do everything right. It was exhilarating getting to be a fan in the crowd as well. Speaking from that, that side, getting to watch a team that is such a team and that works in such community and that has such respect for one another. That is a beautiful thing to watch. And no offense, I'm not even a big basketball fan. And it was awesome getting to be there and to watch that. I mean, really, really fun. Um, I do remember coming home with no voice many nights. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, is, but isn't that, you know, something I wanted to say was, isn't that what life is supposed to look like when we all know our roles and we all have respect for one another and we all do the best that we can in the roles that we've been given and also in community with one another, playing out those roles and playing off of one another and amplifying each other's strengths. Yeah, I listen, God has put in us to have a role on, on earth. God has given us gifts. He's given us like a power and a mission to do something greater than greater than we can even see. So yeah, I definitely hundred percent like agree with you on that because everyone has their uniqueness. And God gave us that. So we're absolutely meant to have a crucial role. Whoever you are, it doesn't matter who you are. I don't care if you're the richest person in the world, poorest person in the world. It doesn't matter. Everyone has a role. It's all about just up here finding it and just digging deeper within yourself. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's what my goal is personally with my business is to help people find out what are my strengths? What am I here for? What is my purpose? And how can I activate myself so that I'm fully living that? Because when you are fully living your purpose, you are in love with life. Like it is joyful yes. every second of it. You carry yourself differently. You just smile and you can tell, like you said, the, the woman you interacted with when you were shooting your video she probably wasn't having a great day, you know, let's give her credit, but also, no. man, if she were, if she were walking around fully knowing her purpose and tuned into that, 
she would just be loving life and it would come out. You, you'd know that in your interactions, you know, you, when you interact with someone who knows their purpose and who loves their life, you can tell. Yeah. And I just, I just think, like I said, again, I just think it's a mindset thing and a confidence thing, man. Like just don't let them shake you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, literally anything. It's just a mental thing overall actually it's just it's just you have to you have to just be mentally strong in every situation i think that's just it i think there's no sugarcoating that i think that's just it yeah and we're not we're not going to get around difficulties and struggles i think an even healthier way of looking at them would be saying okay great bring it on bring it on hit me with the worst that you've got because the worst that you've got is going to make me the best that i can be i definitely agree with that and that just makes you stronger, man. Uh, it really does. There's no, there's no, other, no other way around it. It just makes you a stronger person, and nothing can touch you from that point on. Honestly. All right, I got one more question for you. This came up as you were talking, and and it made me think. I know a lot of people who say, "Cool, I'm not you. I can't do that," which drives me nuts because I don't let my kids say the word "can't" ever. But. Yep. When you decide, you said, okay, I got zero subscribers. I'm going to make this YouTube thing happen. Okay, great. What did you do? Like what specific concrete action steps did you take from there on out? Because when you set that goal, then you got to do something about it. So what did you do? Man, I studied like an animal, man. I was unemployed at the time when I started this. So I really had free time to just look up everything pretty much how i started was okay what do i need in terms of of camera can i use a phone and if i use a phone how can i use a proper microphone okay wrote that down wrote down prices what do i need for that how am i going to get the money for that started doing uber eats there's a certain amount a, a day so i can get enough money to buy the um, microphone I needed so I can buy the phone I needed um, so I could buy the computer I need to edit my videos. I just step by step thought things through and was like, okay, this is where I need to start. I need to write, have a calendar on when I'm going to do these videos now. Got a calendar. All right, I'm going to do a video this day. And everyone that's going to hear this probably knows this if they are a youtuber or if they're trying to be one you need to have people around you you can't do everything by yourself and i was doing that for a while i was trying to do everything by myself that gets you somewhere to an extent because i i got pretty much the first 200 subscribers by myself by live streaming all the time so i was like okay i gotta expand what else can i do ask some friends to help me Okay, no one really wanted to help me. A lot of people want to get paid. A lot of people, a lot of people mm-hmm. want incentives. So I said to myself, "All right, I'm gonna go out there and just keep finding people. God will help me get the right people around." Then I started meeting more people. This one team, I started getting to know them, and I would like see them at the Y, and I would play with them. And they would be like, man, where'd you play? I went to MCC and I played basketball. Da, 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 da. I went to North Star. Da, da, da. 
and they're like, man, you're really good. Like, you want to hoop with us sometime, man? And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll come play, man. Then, just naturally, same thing. Started playing with them, getting to know them. And just now I have a relationship with half the team. They won sectionals. They were so happy because I don't think they've won, like, a sectional title or championship for, like, a decade. And then one of them texted me was like, dang, Trey, you got three of those. And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it feels good to have one. Then it just became like, yo, Trey, like, I like what you're doing. Like, I want to help you. And I'm like, you don't want to, like, get paid to do it, nothing. And they're like, no, nah, like, I just want to help you grow. Like, you really done stuff for me, and I want to help you out. Like, you've, done, you've, like, come to our games. You supported me. Like, I want to help you. Then I was like, you know what? I got to get over myself. The truth is, I have to get over myself. I didn't like the idea that they were a little bit younger than me. But then I was like, you know what? God is continually tapping me like, yo, these dudes are trying to do something for you. Let them help. Let them help. Let them help. Stop being prideful. I'm like, all right, fine, God, you win. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll let them help me. They've been there for me since. Now, I have one more person that's been helping me, too, for a while. My my cousin. He came, he came from a different state. He's like currently down here with us. He is the most focused individual I've ever met. First of all, he loves videoing. He loves editing. So that's a plus already. But he's so good at what he does. So now that's where we are. And I always, I always think to myself, man, what if I was just continuing to be prideful? Where would I be right now? It's not that you felt as though you were too good for them. It's the vulnerability of allowing people to help you. Yeah. That's yeah. Hard. And like, I didn't want to feel like I was taking advantage of anybody. I don't want them to feel like I'm trying to use them for anything. So I'm not even going to ask them to help me. The old term for that is don't rob someone of their blessing. Don't rob someone of their blessing. Mm, I like that. Mm, yeah, that's pretty much it. I really care for them, like each and every one of them. Once in a while, when I have the chance and the finances, I'll try to get them some apparel because I want them to know, like, yo, you're really helping me, like, and you deserve this. And I tell them all the time, the better we get and the higher we get into this, the more I'll be able to do for not just you guys, but for others. And that is the ultimate goal right there. The ultimate goal is to get to a good place in this brand so we can help the entire world. It's just crazy to think about. These past two years since I lost that scholarship has been a roller coaster. But after losing scholarship, I saw a lot of flaws in me that I was like, it's time to get to work on, man. Because when you have everything going for you, you don't, you can't really see anything and everything. Your flaws are shown when they're at your worst. But the question is, how do you answer those faults? How do you get better at that? How do you respond to it? And I'm okay with being told what I'm doing wrong. They they've been, they tell me all the time the stuff I do wrong. And you know what? Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want 
saying that to me. Man, I don't like it. But when they're right, they're right. If the facts are there, the facts are there. What am I supposed to say? Swallow the pride, man. So we just finished kind of talking about what the process looks like once you decide and commit to something and cast that vision for it. And you brought up a few things that are really, really actionable for people. One, having a sense of agency and having that fierce independence of, okay, this is all on me right now. If I'm going to start this, I got to start it. Where do I start? And then research and research and be diligent about that. And then two, once you've done that, at some point, there's going to come a time when you have to build a team around you and being open to people coming and helping and listening for the feedback that people are giving you. And then when that help comes, letting it in, being vulnerable and allowing people to speak into your life. That's what amounts to what you're experiencing right now, which is, it's just the beginning of your success. And man, I can tell you, it is a privilege, truly, I'm saying this from my heart, it is a privilege having been allowed to witness where you came from and where you've gone. It is a privilege where you're going is bigger than you can even imagine because you're humble and because you're vulnerable and because you're open and willing for God to use you and take you those places. I can't wait to see where it's going. I can't wait. I'm excited. Oh man. man. I I mean, I appreciate that. First and foremost, you know, I never tried to get too big on myself. I didn't even grow up that way. I, I grew up just with a family who was like, you better be humble or I'll make you humble. I don't want the people I grew up with or who were like, you know, the adults to me saying, oh, man, you're not doing anything good. Like, I don't I don't want to hear that because then I feel like, oh, man, hey, what am I doing? Like, what could I do better? Like, I just feel like that constant urge to be better is what's helping me stay the course because a lot of people don't have an urge and a want to want to stay consistent and that really kills people Mm. 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 consistency yeah for sure what you know you wake up in the morning i don't care how you think you feel when you get out of bed be consistent and do what you said you would do day in day out today tomorrow the next day you should be able to project five years down the line and know exactly what you're going to be doing because you're consistent right and that that's a key right there yeah You mentioned when we chatted before about your desire to help support young adults who are chasing their dreams. Can you tell me more about that? I have a dream and a vision where if I can get the financial stability, I would love to do tournaments for kids. I would love to get coaches out there to really watch them and see them. Because there's a lot of situations that people are in that coaches really can't have time to cater to. But I want to be that person one day to be like, all right, let me cater to that situation. Let me try to help them with that situation. So, yeah, I am someone who just wants to do that stuff. I want to be able to put on tournaments. I want to be able to go out to kids' games and record their videos and, you know, be like, I heard about this kid. He is doing really well, but he's in a small local area where no one's really recognizing him. But he's averaging 30 points a game. And no one's talking about him. 
let's go to this kid's game. Let's see what this kid's about. So now everyone gets to watch him on the channel. Oh, who is this? He just dunked on this kid? Why is no one talking about him? Or even in the football game. Oh my God, he ran that, he ran that ball all the way from the other side of the field and got a touchdown. Who is that kid? He's fast. Like, I want to be able to go out and support everybody. I'm trying to do my best to put everybody out there. And I want to do that. And it's not for no money. It's not for anything. It's just about seeing you succeed. I don't care about money as much as much as other people do. A lot of people are money hungry. And that's not me. I need to make this 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 amount to survive. No, because it'll come. Yeah. That's because you're activated. That's because you know that the true currency of life is actually happiness. Right. And you can't buy happiness. And if you're not happy because you're not living into your calling, then you better start. Because if you're just out there trying to do something to get money, you will never find happiness. Yep. So I do this with all my guests. We've got five rapid fire questions. They're like quick. First thing that comes to mind, one word type answers. I'm ready. All right. What's your favorite place in the world? Favorite place is so tough. Well, first come to mind is always Florida. Um, Orlando, Florida. What do you run on? What do I run on? <laughs> oh, whoa. Um, water? <laughs> oh, no, I can't think of nothing. What do I run on? Crazy. Man, that is a crazy question, actually. Um, I don't know water. I don't know if I'll answer. What motivates you? Um, positivity being spread. What gives you hope? God. What is success? Success is being the best version of yourself and not giving up. If you're interested in learning more about TJR or connecting with Trey, subscribe to his YouTube channel, Trey Roberts. Send an email to TJRHoops, that's T-J-R-H-O-O-P-S at gmail.com. And look him up on Instagram. You can find him as Trey Roberts 14 and TJR Hoops. And again, thank you so much for joining us, Trey. Hey, it was a pleasure. I appreciate you inviting me. It's always good to talk to you. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Passionate Pursuits, powered by Corns Coaching, LLC. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe now. This show is completely ad-free, so if you gain value from listening, please leave a review and share with a friend. I am so grateful for you.